Yeah, Tony, I heard something. I heard lies. Lies. I heard directly from Callaway that it feels its Chrome Tour X golf ball will be faster than the Titleist Pro V One X golf ball, and they're reasonable. I mean, they're very confident about this. What is up, everybody? How you living? No putts given. First episode of 2024, Tony. Well, we did publish one last week. Yeah. The first first one recorded in okay. this, the new year of 2024. Right. Let's get all technical. I will. Things right out of the gate. We're getting technical. It's, it's that time and, of year, man. Well, it is that time of year. And <laughs> did, you, did you get that hat at the Top Golf? I did. I'm going to tell you about that because where Almost there's smoke, the Tony. Tony, where there's yes. smoke. What did I say? I can't even remember the line. There's distance. Mm, what did I say? I think I put I some. Know. I think I put something obnoxious in the post. I'm sure you did. But as with any year of equipment releases, the best place for us to start is with apparel. Big news, <laughs> right? Exciting times. <laughs> Twenty-seven. Years, Tiger, and Nike. That's, I was shocked. Like, that was the most surprising thing when it was like, I read the headline, after 27 years. Like, that's wow. it. 27 years. Nike and one Tiger Woods are no longer. That part isn't particularly surprising, given that uh, we've seen Tiger in foot joy shoes for... <laughs> for a fair bit here, and some of us pontificated as to why can't Nike make him a shoe? Um, yeah, amongst other things. But let's take this angle on it, Tony. What do you think is going on here? Because you have some thoughts you are sharing with me as to what might actually be happening, and this is not yeah. something I'm seeing reported elsewhere. So what? What's uh? What's your yeah, take this on is this? this is fascinating, right? So you see the long rumored split, whether it's Tiger leaving Nike Golf, Nike parting way with Tiger, or everybody just going in different directions. Yep, we kind of knew that was coming, and mm-hmm. so it stands to reason, right? Tiger is not going to not have some kind of deal. <laughs> Tiger's going to get paid one way or another, and looking at what he did. Or what he's been doing with the footwear, the shoes, the logical assumption I had was like, all right, it it makes sense, right? He's wearing FootJoy shoes. FootJoy should probably, or he should at least get paid for it. Is it any big deal to throw on a footwear FootJoy shirt, wear some FootJoy pants? That was yeah. that was logical. But what is logical? That was easy. What that was the yeah, easy that was, answer. That was, those were the simple dots. The uh, uh, I, I heard from a source earlier today with some more complicated, more interesting dots. And okay, you know, it has been, it, it's, I would say it's been hinted to you and I, uh, possibly even confirmed, right? We, we're fairly confident that TaylorMade wants to get into the apparel business and yes. have their own line of apparel, right? Not, not, yes. not keep doing this collab thing. And, and what I was not aware of was that when Tiger signed his TaylorMade deal back in the day, which was, I mean, it was so far long ago that TaylorMade was actually at the PGA show. 
Um, <laughs> when when Tiger signed that deal, as part of that arrangement, he was given an equity stake in TaylorMade. Now, hmm. I can't be certain that when TaylorMade sold to the the current owners, that that deal was not renegotiated or or the equity stake was not. We don't know the particulars of that, out, but, but right. Let's assume for now that. Tiger still has that equity stake in TaylorMade. Okay. Got that going on. We, we've heard that TaylorMade wants to get into the apparel business, plans to get into the apparel business. And on top of that, I found out that there are a couple of former Under Armour guys, hardcore shoe guys, not, not Under Armour apparel. Like these are Under Armour shoe guys that are working at TaylorMade, have the strong factory connections, know how to get the shoe game done. And so connecting those dots, and again, single source, don't know this for a fact, but there is a sequence of dots that can be connected that says that Tiger will, I don't know if it even requires a new deal or as part of his deal, however you want to phrase it, will end up in what amounts to tailor-made apparel and tailor-made shoes. TBD, again, speculation, connected there's a your, lot of there's dots. There's your quick graphic. But that's... <laughs> That's certainly, yeah, there you go. So that that's a could be. Again, nothing concrete here, but it's interesting. The pieces, you know, it's not the it's not the wildest conspiracy theory you'll hear this mm-hmm. year. So we'll see. The, the other big apparel news, and, uh, you know, you can say what you like. I was kind of hoping Tiger would By big, about. you mean the, the volume. Oh, I mean both literally <laughs> and figuratively, both from a, a fabric surface area standpoint and a uh, potentially market impact standpoint. Jason Day goes to Malbon Golf. We hadn't seen this, but dare I say impossible, (laughs) impossible not to notice and like it or hate it. Everybody's talking about this weekend in in Cap. Them some roomy britches. (laughs) I mean, bringing back, uh, yeah, little parachute pant thing. But this, it's this, from what the people tell me, the the youngins. The youths. The the youths. The youths. I want to hear from the, my youths. The youths. This, it's a streetwear golf. That space is something. It may not be my something. It may not be your. I mean, you something. look like a guy who enjoys a roomy pant. <laughs> I, well, I, I won't say that. I don't say that. However, I, you know, it's been a while since I've been into the uh, the Vision streetwear and the you know the skater apparel and, and the street style kind of stuff, but. It's a thing. It's happening. It's hammer time, time, baby. And Jason Day is your new requisite hammer in the hammer time situation. I cannot wait to see what he wears next. If for no other reason than just to see what he wears next. I I mean... Are you on the edge of your oversized seat? I'm on the edge of my slightly oversized seat wondering... I mean... There's benefits to that that we're not talking about. Like, maybe you don't ever have to take your shoes off. Maybe you just take your pants on and off and you never have to worry about taking shoes on or off. Maybe that's a benefit. I don't know, Tony. I don't know. But there were two other winners this week that we have to mention. Number one, hey, right out of the gate, here we go. Chris Kirk, Callaway, one for one as far as we celebrate tour wins and things and and stuff like that. Chris Kirk wins. How about uh, that? commercially uninterrupted Callaway promo they pulled off where super smart with the new gold standard right that's what we're going with for the ball clever that's what that's so what they're calling relentless it, the new... callaway golf ball branding 
Mm-hmm. I I love the the lack the of out. that interruption. Um, and let's hear it for Kevin Kisner. Dude was entertaining. I liked his voice in as part of the broadcast. Uh, um, you know, I I don't. Know. I I really hope that this is a sign of things to come. It was entertaining. It was refreshing. A combination of you know, he's just going to kind of tell you how he sees it, but he knows all the guys out there. He competes, he plays with them, but doesn't seem like he needs to tiptoe around, you know, Jordan Spieth standing over a three-foot putt forever going, geez, bud, come on, it's a three-footer, knock it in, let's go, you know. Uh, he doesn't seem to have any issue doing that. So I like his, I like having him out there, but like we said, this is, January, it's equipment release season. There's 412 embargoes and counting. Some have already happened. We're going to get to those. Some are happening as we speak. We're going to get to those. Some are happening in the days and weeks to come. And by God, we'll get to those in the days damn it, and weeks to come. We'll get to those when we're uh, allowed to. However, let's start with a couple trends and then we'll get to some specifics. Big picture, like I said, we get to connect some of the dots. You see, all these releases over a three, four, five, six week period. And we sit down with the teams from all the different companies, go through the products, and we start hearing sometimes similar things from different companies. So the first one you noticed was what, Tony? The year of? This is the year of straight. 2024, the year of straight. Uh, I'm not saying nobody is talking about distance, uh, but this is the first time where, where multiple companies have led with stories about straight. And so even, even as much as we talked about, you've seen the, some of the, the Callaway marketing material uh, with the graphics, like the little, the face graphics showing you how much faster it is at each location. But their primary talking point is, is that this driver is straight and it tightens dispersion. Ping G430, G430 Max 10K, that's also a trend. Like you gotta have these really long names. Um, so again, Straight, tight dispersion. TaylorMade QI10, which in and of itself is not a long name until you realize it stands for the Quest for Inertia 10K, designed to be really straight, tight dispersion. So a lot of straight. And and the other thing we're hearing about, the other trend, not necessarily universal, but it does seem to be gaining momentum to the point where Cleveland is talking about it. Cobra's talking about it just a little bit. Callaway, of course, will continue to talk about it. It's right there on your hat. AI smoke becoming creeping towards ubiquity in the golf equipment industry. Yep. Uh, so, and quick yeah. teaser, those of you that enjoy the weeds and getting down into them and such, we're going to be talking about these things in the after show a little bit more in, in depth in terms of what is AI? Is it, you know, again, aerodynamics, these these terms that become ubiquitous in the industry, they don't always necessarily mean the exact same thing to every single company. I remember back in the day when it was like, oh, Nike came out with dry fit material. And then everybody had their version of dry fit material, but they were all different. And so how does how is AI different from one to another? We're going to see. And we're going to talk about why. Why are we seeing, do you think we're seeing this shift a little bit? I'm seeing it as well on the driver's side, but into the fairway woods and hybrids. I'm kind of calling it the year of choice, where what I really mean by that is more separation, 
between models, so more discrete models, meaning if I know what I'm looking for out of a particular club, and I need a fairway wood that does this, this, and this, I want to see how closely I can get that to line up with what a company offers, right? And the more each club does something that's clearly different than the one next to it, the better chance I have to find kind of an optimal fit within that line. And so I think companies are doing a better job of trying to separate those. And we're seeing a lot of three bucket approaches, uh, you know, with kind of three more clearly defined buckets and why. Um, but again, we'll talk about kind of what those buckets are, but I'm seeing the year of choice. And there's one more, Tony. What is it? MOI versus yeah, that, I mean, that's, we kind of already not, teased it, though. Yeah, it's not kind of that. It's it's. I wouldn't call it a trend so much as, but I mean, it is kind of a dividing line between Callaway's approach to how how Callaway gets to its year of straight versus how TaylorMade and Ping get to their years of straight. It's so, like a subtopic yeah, under yeah, the sure. year of straight is very interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, well, because it is Janet. Stick with me here, people. We're going to go through all the releases here relatively quickly. We'll tell you a little bit about some, like a brief overview. Think of it kind of like uh, um, Cliff's Notes, you know, when you were in high school and you didn't want to read all of Catcher in the Rye. We're going we're gonna to make our video guy, Nick, or, or maybe it'll be Bennett's job, but somebody is going to link every one of these stories in the YouTube description. It's going to be hilarious. All right, let's start with these guys since I'm wearing their hat. We are going to give equal time. I got other hats to throw on here as well. But, you know, because why equal not? Equal hat time. Equal, equal hat, hat time. 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 Sure. Seems reasonable. All right. All where right. there's smoke, there's performance. Callaway, uh, start at the top. Give me give me a quick rundown on AI, smoke, paradigm AI. Just yeah, don't new, call it Paradigm 2. Just don't call it Paradigm 2. New, uh, the big thing here is the idea of a smart face design, AI generated or with the help of a, AI after 50,000 virtual iterations, the same number of human swings fed into a computer to output new face designs to get us to straight without making the driver huge, without jacking MOI up way high and you know, we'll talk about why that may not work in every case in the after show. So that's, uh, you know, that's that's certainly the Callaway driver story, I would say. What, got... We hit the drivers and, and we, were, we were out at ECPC. Uh, what did you think? What was it, you know, again, we have all this stuff theory on this end and we talk a lot about theory and that's the nuts, the bolts, the details. Of, and then there's the practical application of so what? right what what difference does it make how do i hit it how what's the performance blah 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 so what was your quick you know what's your quick take on 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 how you hit it what did you think yeah like the the triple diamond in particular is just really long for me right and i'm i would typically be a triple diamond guy but even even the standard model flew super straight spin down from the previous model to the point where like i said i was fit into the triple diamond but it may be a case of where where i get out onto the course that the the your standard one is just a little bit better in terms of keeping it between the white stakes but man they 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 look i think they look good i know people like to make fun of the pattern on the on the bottom and say it looks like it was dragged across a cart path which anybody who's actually seen one 
right. that will tell you what a ridiculous statement that is. I mean, come on, guys. Um, they, I think they look good. They feel good. They sound good. And they, they flat out perform. And, you know, somebody asked me, I was talking to, I can't remember who it was, but somebody asked me, like, when the last time I played a Callaway driver with any regularity, you know, everything goes in the bag for a minute or two, right? But sure. to actually play it for the bulk of a season when it matters, I gave it some thought. You know what the answer was? Um, maybe the FT square one? Was Close. it the square? Was it the FT9? FT9, okay. Yeah. yeah, was that the IQ or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it was it was the one that wasn't weird shaped, but yeah, that's how far back I had to go okay. to find a Callaway driver that I liked enough to keep in the bag. And yeah, yeah. who knows? It's early. I don't know yeah. what driver I'm gonna play next year or this year, whatever year it is, but <laughs> Paradigm is in the running, and usually by this point in any given season, Callaway is out of the running for me personally. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just really, really impressed with that driver. Yeah, one two of the thing, three. I mean, obviously, the the draw model is just not for me. No, not Period. not a good stop. fit. I mean, no, just... not a good fit for you. And like I said, we'll go more in depth on on some of the stuff after the show. But one other quick word about this: uh, the idea behind the smart face that that struck me, and I and I wrote this in the Fairwaywood uh, articles. You know, if there's a reason for people to be excited about applications of AI in this space, is what I really like about it is basically saying. We know that not all golfers swing the same, but we know that there are tendencies. And if we take, you know, 5,000, 10,000, 100,000 swings, whatever it is, we can start to see patterns based on what actual golfers do. What's their angle of attack? What's their face to path look like? Where do they make impact, right? What's the face angle look like at impact, right? And we can start to say, hey, here is a prototypical golfer that might fit this type of club. Okay, AI, go ahead and iterate a face around these this golfer and these typical swing tendencies or mechanics or parameters. Boom. Okay, here's triple diamond. Okay, now let's take a different golfer, this composite golfer of however many thousand swings, and they deliver the club like this. Okay, make me a driver face based around that golfer okay that's the middle one so it, you know it's and that, that type... i mean that that speaks to kind of another trend we're seeing where you know callaway talked about this in more detail than the others i would say where they talk about well in the past right we would we would prototype these this small number literal a literal handful hey we think that yeah. among these five is going to be the one and we go hit them on a robot and we do that nine point heel toe but you know realities robots don't react to clubs they don't swing with the same conditions as humans. The example I give, right, is how many times have you ever clanked one off the heel on a perfectly square face with a neutral path, right, all of that stuff. It's just <laughs> right. not how humans you don't. do when it. When you and hit so it off the heel, it's Now not, we're hearing yeah. more and more about, yeah, we are taking all of this human-generated data. Callaway's doing it, right? They talk about 50,000-plus swings from their fitting center. We've talked about what Ping is doing with their focal system and mm-hmm. how they're able to capture more and more data from how actual humans swing the club and feed that in, whether you want to call it AI like Callaway does, or talk about ping and, and their modeling software, which is essentially another form of, you know, you could call it AI. They like to call it human intelligence, but whatever you want to call it, it's the same thing, right? Where the, right. the inputs are more and more being driven humans. by actual human conditions. Real so that's, yeah, it's really interesting to see that as well. So anyway, yep. moving on. Moving on. All right. Uh, next company. 
Yeah, so we got real quick Paradigm, Drivers, Fairway Woods, Hybrids, Irons as well. Irons, some big changes to the shape of the iron that I just want to mention because not a Callaway iron guy. I haven't liked the shape. The the Paradigm smoke, AI Smoke, is that the whole name? Yeah. Smokes um, of it. Liked it. Again, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's in contention. I'm really happy with my irons right now. But as far as Callaway irons, I'm like, mm, They okay. look way better. Yeah. It's For a game improvement. Time. It's about time you guys stop clowning there. So it's good. about damn time, but but good job they do look. And the and the better. golf ball. Are we gonna we mention the Callaway Chrome Soft Chrome oh, Chrome Tour? There's so many again, things. so much. Yeah, it so is so much. Your so your much. one bullet point on the Chrome Tour in particular. So Chrome Tour X one to one replacement for Chrome Soft X. Chrome Tour is a replacement for Chrome Soft XLS that is not a Chrome Soft XLS. It is in fact the first golf ball made by Callaway in a long, long, long time that's designed to compete directly with the Titleist Pro V1. So Let's go, boys. Head-to-head, ball wars. Wish Harry right, was still around. Moving on. Now Wish Harry was still hat. around for, for ball wars. Yeah. And we can talk more about golf balls in the after show, too. Again, people stick around if you want the nitty-gritty nitty, nitty gritty stuff. Switch taps because we're switching companies tony you and I'm i gonna keep, have, i'm just gonna stick with my my hat i that's i don't know where i'm gonna end up with hats i got a couple okay. more we'll see all right uh you and i both hope taylor made qi10 we were hoping that it was like chi like qi being chi like you know essence energy yeah you stuff. were you were on the chi the chi 10 bus i was on the qi as a play on ai bus yeah and you were wrong i was totally wrong i wanted cheating like, hey, man, these clubs are so good and forgiving. It's like cheating, but it was like a cipher. Like, you had to decode it. Uh, but also, I was wrong. We were both wrong. <laughs> I, For the record, I like both of our answers better. But, you know, I'm not sure Baz and, and, and friends over TaylorMade agree. Yeah. However, give me the overview because... It, yeah, it this really, is, this really is a name that is tied to the driver is, technology. I, I love this story because this is one of those ones that just, you know, makes me laugh just a little bit because it could have been true. It could have been not true. So Taylor made is saying that this is the first driver on the market ever to offer a combined MOI value above 10,000. I think, I think it's technically true, but only because their embargo was one hour before pings. <laughs> and here's a teaser, because I don't give a damn. And what is it, one day, two days ahead of PXG. And I, I don't know with 100% certainty, but I believe PXG is also claiming total MOI above 10K this year. So we went from no to three. And who knows? That That's, yeah. So right. there you go. 10,000 combined MOI points on the max driver. Yeah. Heel toe and top down, right? So they talk about like IYY or IXX, whatever. You maybe have a head there, but. Yeah, and and again, so. again, after show plug, we're talking about the resistance. So this to, is typical, like the when we talk okay. about the USGA limit at 59. And that's not a driver for the record, people. Right, just yeah. FYI. This is, yeah, this is just what I got. So <laughs> ting ting, like this way, right? Heel to toe yep. twisting, but. It also deflects this way, kind of up and down. So you put those two numbers together. The USGA rule is 5,900 grams per centimeter squared on any single axis. So, mm-hmm. you know, just Which on those typically two axes alone. Right? Yeah, yep. 
So, but you got multiple access, you can get way above that. And so the number we're working here is above 10,000 combined. So uber duber, super forgiving. And again, designed to fly straight. And now you said, to clarify, there's how many driver models that TaylorMade's coming out with? Or has three. Three. So we got three models. The Max is the one that is breaking that 10K barrier, right? Yeah. But there are two other models as well. We have... The sta- uh, the uh, they just calling it a standard? I think it's just the standard, just the yeah, QI-10. Some some have standard, some are like I know. others. Yeah. I'm just calling it your run-of-the-mill QI-10. Yep. No. And then we have the QI-10... LS instead of the plus. Credit to TaylorMade for just calling it what it is. Especially it's weird to be like, hey, this is our lower spin model, so plus. Right. <laughs> you added lower spin? Should yes, we added so, less spin. Yeah, so they're just calling it what it is. LS, industry standard naming, makes it easy. Uh, what I will say, slightly different take on the movable weight. Still that forward track, but it borrows a little bit from the fairway wood. And then mm-hmm. the other point is that while while neither one approaches 10,000 combined MOI, both are more forgiving than the Stealth 2 equivalents. Mm-hmm. And as we typically get to see uh, with our fairway wood and hybrid friends, it's always kind of this trickle-down technology, right? Where for a variety of reasons, some stuff makes it into the fairway woods and hybrids, some stuff doesn't. Most of the time, it's because it's not beneficial if it's not there, like a carbon face. You don't need a carbon face on fairway woods and hybrids. You just don't have the surface area necessary to get any benefit out of the lighter weight material, right? There's, And therefore, you have less internal structures to deal with and that kind of stuff. However, the key technologies that did carry over from that, the Infinity Crown. So for those of you that have played TaylorMade Fairway Woods for a while, you probably got very used to that line on the top, kind of right at that top line area. Sometimes it was white. Sometimes it was a chalky white. Sometimes it was a bright white. Sometimes it wasn't white at all, but it was a steel or titanium. That is gone. Now we basically have a uh, largely uniform carbon, they call it Infinity Carbon Crown, like your Infinity Pool. So kind of that seamless uh, integration between the top line and the face. Again, three models on both of those. One I'm particularly excited about last year. I think you and I were both uh, eager to get a, to get a look at the plus model again because it had that 50 gram sliding weight in the bottom. I think Taylor made called it a garage, you know, so you could kind of see the weight the, garage, yeah, the weight garage kind of kind of sliding. Titus has a weight elevator. Taylor made right. has a weight garage. <laughs> Right. What what's next? What's next? A weight transporter, maybe? I don't know. Could be. It could be. But anyway, three models. Two of them have fixed loss, so not adjustable. And again, the names. Another make trend. Another trend. Some, yeah. It, adjustability's kind of creeping out of fairway woods a little bit. Yeah, and so they're keeping it largely we're seeing people kind of keep it either only in like the three wood area. Or, in this case with TaylorMade, they're keeping it only on the Tour models. So what used to be Plus is now Tour. And those are the models that but are the But not LS, right? Like, but not LS. They're, we're lacking they're a little plus. bit of continuity here. <laughs> well, yeah. It, yeah. But the thing is, it would be hard to call. I mean, yeah, the Fairway Wood itself, the Tour head, is generally lower spinning than the others. But it has so much adjustability that it's not just low spinning for everybody because you can crank... 
you got a loft sleeve. You go plus or minus two degrees. And you got your garage. You can you can park you in your front 50 of the garage grand. at the back of the garage. Yeah. So it's all over the place. It can do a lot of different things. So it's not really just exclusively low spin. However, it will kind of trend that direction. But yeah, three fairway wood models, three hybrid models, a max, which kind of takes over for what used to be the designated HD or draw model, a standard right down the middle, or on that. And then a tour model, which takes over for the previous plus model, the most compact, generally geared toward your player that needs to decrease spin, although not exclusively, and or faster players. Whew. And that's only two, Tony. That is only you two. You didn't even mention just the, the tailor-made QI irons, true replacement for the stealth irons. So. Yeah. Yep. And biggest, biggest thing there that I saw, we didn't like, really test these or you know we hit them some but uh i personally i know term gets thrown around a lot hey it's a game improvement iron that feels like a forged iron and and we were told that initially with the original stealth mm. irons <laughs> yeah my opinion differed from what the <laughs> marketing materials uh. may have suggested but i will say i'm not gonna say that the qi10 irons Feel like a forged cabinet. I think they're just the QI or, irons, right? They're not. They're just QI. Players. Well, yeah, QI irons, quirons. I mean, there's, 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 there's again, there's a continuity problem with this lineup. Quired. Just saying. Just saying. Anyway, the irons the do feel better, in my opinion, than the previous. Right. I'll go. I'll go better. You'll go better. All right. Who's up next to bat? I guess ping. I guess ping. I guess Ping. What do we got? Ping doesn't have a whole new light. It's not. We got four thirty. No. This isn't four thirty-five. By, by virtue of one hour, <laughs> Ping has the second driver on the market to cross the ten thousand total MOI barrier. Uh, actual number, according to Ping, is closer to ten thousand one hundred. Should have called it the ten point one k. But you know, man, they just you know manufacturing tolerances being what they are, they want to guarantee that everyone out the door is ten thousand MOI. So there you go. That's yep. your that's your ten k. It is not a replacement for anything else in the lineup. So no, that's a good point. The G, G the G four thirty Max nine point something k <laughs> nine ish k is uh, is still in the lineup. LST still in the lineup. SFT still in the lineup. You see where I'm going with this. So mm-hmm. um, this one, I think, to my eyes, just looking down on it, and you know, tailor made right at the limit too in terms of that dimensional USGA rule. But this one just right. it looks really big. So and it is you know, no judgment. But if if you feel like are you confidence inspired by a larger footprint, um, whew, yeah, it's inspiring. It's absolutely inspiring. What else from Ping, Tony? What else do we you need got to the know here? Blueprint Rick? irons, which you loved. I'm I was, way I was in not, on these. I'm not a blueprint guy. As a I'm way team. in on these blueprint T, blueprint S. We've <laughs> it's it's uh, right. I don't know if it's ironic. However, we saw golfers win. Uh, I think Sahith Thagala kind of right out of the gate. A couple others like one. Right away, uh, bagging particularly the tour, the or the blueprint S iron. So they've been on tour, guys have been playing them and, and in fact winning with them for months, um, prior to the launch. But the reason I'm excited about these irons is 
and I think the Ping faithful will agree with me, it kind of seems like Ping gets these player cavity back irons that strike this really cool balance of being forgiving enough that decent amateurs can play them, but pros love them. We saw this like with the uh, with like um, S fifty five, and then iBlade, and you saw guys keep these in the bag for a long period of time. Even I two ten kind of stretched into that, where you guys that would play them, you know, far more than a typical two year cycle. Guys would run three, four, like I said, even five. I, I may be totally wrong on this, but I think Fitzpatrick sold some of the S fifty fives in at. Uh, at his win at Brookline, the U.S. Open, a couple years ago. I may not be 100% correct, but I know he's playing an older model, uh, Ping Iron. The the S, in particular, I think will become that next iron in kind of Ping's history where the guys, gals it fits into that really, really like it, um, they're going to play it for three, four, five, six, seven uh, seven years. The blueprint it does, key, it does have a yeah. little bit of an I series vibe to it for mm-hmm. sure, but just uh, just a little smaller I two thirty kind of vibe is is what I get from it. I agree. It's just my eyes, so I didn't I didn't get the calibers out, take measurements or any of that. But not on that one, you didn't. No. And the in the blueprint T, as you might expect, it is the uh, the muscle back blade. Like it's slightly larger actually footprint wise than the original blueprint, which were you know, tiny, 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 almost for uh, those Mayer people out there, kind of the the tiny blade or mini blade or tour blade that, that you saw there weren't, weren't quite that small. But they were small. Louis Usazen, uh, a key proponent of or kind of guy behind the design on the, on the tour influence side of those. I'm not good enough to play those irons. But the nice thing is I think with the, with the Blueprint S, you don't really – need to there's i don't know that there's much that the blueprint t does that the s can't do so i'm all in on the s i i i'm very very excited about that particular uh that particular iron i'm 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 just gonna wait for a different ping iron i think (laughs) the ping tour tony yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna oh yeah the t is definitely not for tony blueprint tony that's not what it is no no it's not not for me not this one so Big stuff coming from Ping uh, on on that end. There's, we'll have other stuff coming from uh, Ping likely throughout uh, throughout the year as well. Don't want to talk about that just yet. Whew. Next, who so else we got? Let's run down the the kind of the real quick. So Mizuno. There'll be more to come from Mizuno, but right now we are in. It's called the T twenty four Color Up. It's the official kind of designation. It's a blue wedge, so blue is back in a T24. Uh, looks really good. All lofts, all grinds, as long as you're right-handed. Um, <laughs> if you're wrong-handed, Mizuno makes nothing for you or near nothing. Suck it. So if you're left-handed, lesson. suck it. Um, Betnardi, their annual limited edition Tiki putter. I I didn't make note in my note of the actual model that it is kind of like a wide-body jam shape. I forget the designation, but... The face milling on this one is super cool. Um, so that's fun. New Cleveland launcher drivers. So okay. XL launcher, launcher, playing legacy, easy to hit. AI powered. Uh, can't spell gains without AI. That's the 
That's kind of the tagline there. Clever, okay. clever on okay. Cleveland. So XL2, uh -huh. XL2 draw. New Halo fairways and hybrids as well. So again, I mean, these are these tend to be for guys looking for help, something easy to hit, which is uh -huh. can be super important in a fairway wood where we know a lot of golfers struggle. Yep. Uh, and then Zexio rebound drive two golf balls. Zexio thirteen woods again. This is going to be long and light, right? We know the Zexio story. Yep. Um, speed for seniors through or slower swingers. It's kind of that J spec weight. area too, right? Yep. Where we see yep. lighter New irons as well. Zexio 13 irons. And then finally, Titleist Torsoft and True Field Golf Balls. So refreshing the ionomers. Um, tidbit here no velocity update. So not discontinued, staying okay. in the lineup, but not refreshing it, allocating the resources elsewhere. Okay. And give you a little little insight here we'll drop the bomb right now i don't think you can embargo a lack of something i don't know so i think i'm clear to say this if not i'll get a text message and that'll be that but guaranteed uh tour soft or excuse me tour speed tour speed discontinued coming out of the lineup will not be in the 2024 titleist family of golf balls Tour I'd say speed. one and done, but it was two and done, although the second one was really just a minor two. Anyway, moving on. What's next? One and a half and done. So, like we said, we know there's a ton of stuff. And Callaway, TandemMade specifically, we'll talk again uh, here in the after show in a minute. But before we get into the nitty-gritty dirt band details, you've seen it all. I've seen most, most of, it. of it. I've seen most of it. Seen the vast I've read majority. about all of it. Right about all of it, seen. We most haven't of seen it. it. We've read about it. We've been told about it. Yep. What are We're a couple hidden? By some of it. What are a couple hidden gems, Tony, that you think might be popping up here? If you had to start picking a couple things out, because it's a cacophony, right? Of yeah, of yeah. So um, woods, hybrid. Ooh, I think there. so. I uh, intriguing kind of hidden gem potential. Wilson Staff Model X golf ball. So we know, right, we've, we've done two or I think there might have even been a staff model in our first robot test. So we've done two to three robot tests on the staff model golf balls. They perform well on the robot. We've done ball lab on them. Quality, this is a foremost produced golf ball coming out of the best Asian factory. Like if, if you don't own your own factory, you want your golf ball made at foremost, period, hard stop. That's, yep. that's pretty End much story. the extent of it. Yep. So, Coming out of foremost, and the thing with the X is, and this is kind of thing like Wilson can do, because they all are smaller and they can take a little bit of a risk. Because what have they got to lose? I guess in one sense. So they have they have raised the compression on the staff model X um, to about 105, oh. so up about five points, and so they're claiming like this is the fastest golf ball. Just for and, point of reference, balls that we typically designate as like really firm your pro v1x's your left dash pro v1x is 97 left dash we had about right it's supposed to be title says it's the same as as pro v1x give or take we have it a little firmer at 100 101 so wilson's, so is... wilson's targeting 105 and so you know okay. given the correlation between compression and speed this this one holds the math checks out right this is yeah this is not you know this isn't when wilson was like soft is long on the on the duo and you're like i get what you're going for but come on guys um, right. this would this checks out the math is solid here and so this 
I can't say it's the longest necessarily or should be the longest because you're dealing with aerodynamics and spin rates and things like that that mm-hmm. complete a total equation. But in terms of just a speed number, Staff Model X should be really fast, really fast. So We're that's one. Out. Yeah, what else? The other, the other one in the hidden gem department that is in, you know, it is there almost is like a correlation with a gem shape here, but a triple diamond... Seven wood. You stole one of my answers. They did not have this for us to try. Nope. I'm very, very angry about it. But you know, I'm a big seven wood guy. <laughs> You're seven. I, wood I guy. love seven woods. I can't. I can't foresee a situation other than headwinds at Bandon Dunes where I wouldn't have a seven wood in the bag. And the idea of of a lower, slightly lower flying, more penetrating, lower spinning seven wood because it's still it's still going to get up in the air. It's not like oh, you go from like this to no, that. it's relatively it's, lower spinning. It's still yeah, and, seven and so, wood, 21, 22, whatever degrees of of you know uh, loft. And if you're launching that thing, yeah, yeah. So that's one. That's one. There's going to be a conversation. I'm going to have to try it because that is. I was like, and I did. You know, I, and I will say too, as on the other end of the spectrum, kind of a weird combination for me, right? Like big high flying seven wood guy, and I love that really flat, strong three wood. Mm-hmm. And again, the triple diamond, the three wood, the 13 and a half. I'll mention that one in particular. I, I really, really love that. Didn't get on it at all with the standard model. Sure. Um, you know, send that one to the scrap heap for me personally. Great. Uh, but the triple diamond, my God, um, love that as well. So, yeah, those would those would be my two, call it two and a half between yeah. the, the Wilson and the Paradigm. Yeah, you, you, win, uh, you win there um, with, out a doubt. Claims. Here's the thing, right? Companies make audacious claims all the time. And some of them are, I think, just performative. Hey, this is a, you know, quantum leap in X, or this is by far the... This is the ball that changed the ball. (laughs) Yeah, where it's like, you can't really, I mean... You can't necessarily say it's not true because what's backing it up isn't necessarily true either. You know, the most historical event in the history of X just happened. Okay. According to my opinion, right? According to my opinion, and that's fine. But it's when stuff actually gets through legal departments and allows companies to put them in print where it's not just simply a matter of, hey, we feel like this is a game-changing technology. We feel like this is the new standard in A, B, or C. Okay, I don't know how we disprove that, <laughs> whatever. Any claims coming up that you're like, hmm. There are, there are, there are three, and I'll, I'll start with, well, we'll just kind of go down the list here. So the first Might one, I well. think, is the... The Chrome Tor X, where you know there there were bold claims made relative to the Pro V One X specifically. Hey, it's it's faster and it spins more around the green. And Callaway's been bullish on this. They're they're going out there. They're doing testing with actual golfers, saying, "Hey, hit them both. Just look at the numbers, and you know you you hit them both. And I think you were a little faster with the X. It definitely spun more. You and I both did the wedge test because." If there's one thing I can do with a golf club, it's swing a wedge repeatedly at, at 
partial speed, as you saw, kind of creepy. Very, very much robot esque. It's it's about all I can do, but I can it's, swing it's away an, at the same <laughs> speed. <laughs> it's like that's, well, it's a what gift. Can you do? I it's can, a I gift. Can swing, I can swing a wedge the same speed over and over again. That's the extent of my abilities. That's, but it's not yeah, a lie. so. That one was interesting, and again, from what we can see, held up loosely. We'll see kind of what Callaway actually puts out in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Um, but but certainly that one is intriguing. Uh, TaylorMade claiming 10K MOI, and not because they don't believe them, mm-hmm. but eye-popping because let's let's talk about the history of driver MOI in my time in the industry. So my, my first experience with TaylorMade MOI was when they didn't have any. And so they invented their own metric called EMOI or effective MOI. It's like, look, we don't have any MOI, but (laughs) if we did and we kind of got our own formula, it says our no MOI is pretty close to this MOI, right? Right. So that, that, that was phase one. And then phase two, which was roughly the jet speed era, right about that time like eh, moi just doesn't matter that much like we're not even going to mess around with the moi we're just saying yeah we don't really care that much not a it big deal has it but we're not going to really talk. right and now hey we are the first by one hour to formally announce a 10k driver so kind of eye-popping just the evolution of that and the fact that as we saw in the presentation the jump in moi from sim 2 max or sim 2 hd excuse me right that was was the max of the max i think so Whatever, I can't even remember the, the Sim 2 model with the highest MOI to where we are now with Qi 10, QI 10. That's the single biggest jump in year over year MOI in the history of TaylorMade. So eye popping. And then the yeah. last one, and this one, going back to the golf balls, looking at the other way. Titleist, talking about Torsoft, Ionomer covered golf ball, right? So not a Pro V1 year for Titleist. So they're going to be leaning into some different things this year, but they're basically saying, hey, look, we think Torsoft is the, it consistently punches above its weight class. It is the most underappreciated golf ball on the market. And we think if you compare it to what Titleist sees as a competitive set, which is Ionomer, non-Tor Ionomer, so Q-Star Tor, Tor Response, Chrome Soft, Tor B, RX, and RXS probably, like if you look at those competitive sets, Titleist says our ionomer covered golf ball, our uh, got whatever their their proprietary blend, Fusa blend, their proprietary Fusa blend cover. They say we will outperform those golf balls off the tee, around the green, and we'll do it with an ionomer cover instead of a urethane golf ball. So that's kind of like okay. I- Feel a test coming on, Tony. I feel no, lab. no opinion, no opinion, but like eye popping. Like, okay, guys, let's mm-hmm. let's let's see what's going on here. So there you go. Those are my three. You got anything I missed? Nope. I think those are Good. big ones because, like I said, I want to get to the after show. I want to talk some nitty gritty details. We yap quite a bit about some of the things. Again, you'll have questions. Ask us, find us, follow us, all of those kind of things. However, if you do want to go in a little bit more in depth. Between fairway woods and hybrids, drivers, maybe some ball stuff. I'll give you another good 10 to 15 minutes on that. If not, we'll see you next time. Should I yep. should I talk about how nobody has made any money off of Tiger Woods as an endorser? <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. 99 cents on the dollar guarantee. <laughs> yes, we're still mourning Nike's loss of Tiger, except we're not. I don't really care from that standpoint. I'm more of a 
not a Malbec. What is that thing? Is that a duck? It's the lake monster. From where? This is the Sugarloaf Social Club, man. Oh. You guys have like, is it seven holes? Six? Twelve? Six. What is it? Six holes? Six holes? I like that. All right, Tony. I got some questions for you. Oh, guys. I got some questions for you. Does your hat have a lake monster? Does me. not. Part of the Taylor Made Lifestyle brand. Mm. Right there. Right there. Lake monster. All right. Answer this however you want it. Are you more excited about Callaway's Triple Diamond, Paradigm A Smoke Triple Diamond Driver, or the QI10 LS? Callaway. Why? I just really like it. I just really, really like it. And it flies straight, and that's, I mean, that if you want to talk a Callaway talking point, right? It's... And, and you see it within every every lineup, especially if there's three or four or however you want to count. The manufacturer, it's like always one that leads, right? That's the one they're leaning into, the one they're most excited about. And so with TaylorMade, it's definitely the max. It's that it's that ten thousand MOI, right? That that's what right. has TaylorMade juice. With Taylor with Callaway, it's a little more balanced, but they are talking about how this triple diamond is straighter, easier to hit, whether you. More forgiving, not to be, let's not conflate forgiveness and an MOI number, but more forgiving than any tighter dispersion, right? Like that's a good metric than any triple diamond to date. So they think our best, it's their best triple diamond effort yet. I mean, like I said, I, I hit it. I was like, okay, okay. Whereas, you know, the the LS, the plus, whatever you want to call it, right? Good, mm-hmm. good distance driver. Going back to the the 440 days and even, but yep. it is it has never been easy to hit. Mm-hmm. So that's always been the trade off, and I guess that's kind of the thing is you know Callaway's like yeah look it's 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 not it's not the the standard paradigm and, and again using forgiveness as a catch all, but it's it's pretty damn good. It's going to fly straighter. Uh, so yeah, that's I mean look that's right now. That that is top of my list of, of the new drivers. And so, what's and your we can talk. what's your take on the you know TaylorMade going from the red face to the blue face? I mean, we saw <laughs> it's good to be, uh, whatever. I mean, is there? I mean, I get like uh, obviously out of the gate the red face. It was new. It's different. I said I have not moved this box. Still, it's it's. There's easily visible on TV, easily visible on retail shelves, easily visible anywhere colors are seen by people. <laughs> anywhere <laughs> where there is color. Anywhere there's color, it's easy to see. Little transition to the blue. You're not hearing, at least I mean, yeah, the carbon face is still there. But like you said, 10K is the story, it's the lead. Carbon face is there, and but blue. maybe not with the same level of energy as it was the last. I mean, two you're years. three years, right? And so, carbon face is carbon face. No, I don't want to say no. Well, no major updates to the face itself. Kind of, and and the other piece here is if you talk about well, what's different with the face this year? 
it's like we made some changes to the underlying structure that remove stresses, make it more efficient. And if we're going to summarize that as the bottom line, like we think it's not going to break this time. And that's not, you know, that's <laughs> right. good as a, as a golfer, as a consumer. That's what I want to hear. That's what I want to know. But yes. as a company producing yes. it, I'm, I'm not leading with that. <laughs> I'm not like, right. you know, now with less breakage. No. So I think, right. uh, I think, right. you know, painting it blue conveys that it's, it's different, right? It's gives you some sort of subtle message that a switch has been made. It's not what you saw last year or the year before. So, you yeah. know, good on them. I think it's the right call, but ultimately is there, does the color of the face sway me one way or another? Uh, no, nope. Not yeah. so much. Next question. Subtext. We're not seeing a lot of changes in pricing. We're not seeing this upward pressure. Like everything didn't jump up another $15, $20, $30. Now you can argue $600 for a driver is a lot of money. You can argue there were $500 drivers 20 years ago. So maybe dollar for dollar, it, it isn't. Yeah, I, mean, I think Lou, Lou Stagner dug one out the other day that was a $600 driver. So they've existed. Yeah. I think I think it's it's the fact that it's it's not these aren't one-offs, right? If you're if you're a one of the big four manufacturers, so Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway, Ping, mm-hmm. 600 is it is the floor and if you're TaylorMade the ceiling is $30 more still. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we start getting into custom stuff and things like that. So I think just how it is, how it is. And then we see kind of like the next tier of brands come in at a little less. And then obviously yeah, you're 550, yeah, and then 500, you're, 550 yeah. to, you know, and then, yeah, then and we you go. work your way down to the Kirklands and the, um, you know, interesting on our, on our Monday call today, Barba pointed out that, you know, McGregor, which is part of a family of brands that was acquired and kind of re mm-hmm. reinvigorated within the last couple of years, they have a driver, that's below 200, I believe. So like, I don't know. I have no idea if it's any good, how it, how it stacks up, but that tells you like, all right, you, you can go, you can spend 200, you can spend 630, whatever, right. There's something mm-hmm. ever and everywhere in between pretty much. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it's, it kind of sucks that that is, if you want one from the big four, 600 is, is your entry level pricing, but it is what it is. I don't know. Yeah. What, how big of a deal is, is, the 10k barrier and what i mean by that is is this like to the degree we talk about moi as being right a resistance to twisting right so if you want to call it forgiveness that's fine but you know you take any object and if another object with the arms like this versus like this yes so yeah perfect so if we yeah it boom low moi high moi (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, speed up, slow down. Speed up, slow. Okay. Is it everybody? I, how big of a deal is this to one, to brands to create something that that hit that barrier? But two, and maybe more importantly, to golfers, like how much from a performance standpoint, what is that going to do for me as a golfer? That a nine k driver or a nine point five k driver can't. So there was there was. You know, Mike uh, Mike Stachura at Golf Digest responded to one of my tweets last week, um, again, kind of talking about this, and like he's spot on, right? There, sometimes things like like this happen just so the companies can say they did it, right? We made a 10k driver. Why? Why? Because it's 10k, 
Mm-hmm. You want 10K because it's it's 10Ks and that sounds like a lot. And, and you want a lot of everything you can get. Um, so in, sure. in some sense, and again, right. And it's, if you look at historically, one of the, one of the first big MOI claims that I can remember the first kind of like 5,900 sumo squared abomination, mm-hmm. right? That, Nike. Yeah, it flew, yeah. it flew reasonably straight, mm-hmm. but the trade-off was it was 15 yards behind anything else you would play. So as, as Mike pointed out, ultimately what matters isn't the number, it's what does it do for me as a golfer? Right. And and that's going to be an individual experience. But certainly, you know, I didn't hit the TaylorMades, right? Full disclosure, I was, uh, was a little bit under the weather when yes, we were down were. at TaylorMade. So I, uh, I limited, <laughs> I, I, hit a, I hit a lot of wedges there, yep. <laughs> some irons, but that was the extent of it. Um, so I didn't hit the TaylorMade driver, but we saw it with the paint like that. Yeah. That driver flies straight and knowing... That when we kind of look at the strokes gain math, we know that if you're going to be within a handful of yards with any given driver in the market, and that's mostly what we see. Like if, when we look at our driver test, any individual, the top five to 10 drivers for any given golfer are going to be really close in terms of a distance number. And right. so when you look at, at which one is going to have the most benefit for me from a scoring perspective, it's going to be the one of those five you hit the straightest. Yeah, And so if the distance is already there, if you can give me straighter shots with, with no compromise in distance or minimal compromise in distance, then that is going to give you a huge benefit in terms of the ultimate result on your scorecard. So 10K is just a number. But right. if, if with that 10K, I hit the ball straighter, if my shots are closer together, if I'm in the fairway more often, more importantly, if I'm on the, the good side of the white stakes more often, then the 10K matters. Yeah. If if you give me 10K and I'm still pounding it off into oblivion or I'm 10 yards shorter, whatever it happens to be, then no, it doesn't matter. So as a number, it's inconsequential. If the ben- if it delivers a benefit, then hell yeah, sign me up. What is going on here? There are just have- messages flying all over the place. It's supposed to be muted, but I don't. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. I Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, when I hit the when i hit the ping the 10k i did i mean again i wasn't hitting it next to something else and so that's that's a caveat right in in all of this i hit the uh the paradigm ai smoke really really well on the monitor that next to another callaway next to another callaway i didn't hit it next to any other competitive product so I can't sit here and say that this is uniformly better than that until I actually get a test stuff head to head, which is what what everybody should do. That being but, said, but we have right. We've been to these places enough times and hit balls that, on these ranges enough time where we know, like, I mean that that ping driving range. Like, yeah. I know where my boundaries are. Right? Like, right. I know it, the I poles know. at the end. I know that they feel they're about like twelve yards apart. You know, and so yes. We can take a little more from that than maybe just a typical one-off experience. But I think this is where the trade-off comes in. And this is where, you know, I want to get strokes gained involved more where, because someone's going to ask the question, right? It's like, okay, so where is that trade-off? If I hit something X amount straighter, how many yards should I be willing to give up for what percentage more either of, 
you know, fairways hit or, or just, hey, this is 5% straighter, so I'm willing to hit it four yards shorter. And that's even money. You know, at what point in time does one start to outweigh the other? Right. Well, and I know did, that's going to depend. What did Marty Ping tell us? Right. I mean, a player dependent to an extent, but rough rule of thumb, two to one, right? Two to Give one. Two yards of distance to get one yard of accuracy. Uh huh. And that's kind of your, yeah, that's kind of your 50 50 scenario, right? Where it's like, if you're giving up more than that, you know, on either side, then you should err to the number, right? That's that's greater. And that, giving, that's the simple you know. math. I always look at it too, and it, it's this is obviously harder to test, but we know that that hitting the ball out of bounds, that's that's the score killer off the. Table. It's the most penalizing right. shot in golf. Right, and so if it's over the course of a round, over the course of a season, if if a straighter driver cost me, you know, say it, it's it's more than two to one, right? I got to give up. Mm-hmm three yards to get one yard, but that, that one yard keeps me inside the reduces, you know, penalty strokes by a, a quantifiable and significant margin, then, then give yeah. me that, give me that all day. And that's, that's kind of the thing where we, you know, we talk about this all the time, but you get on a launch monitor and, you know, even, even I do it and I know better, you, you get laser focused on that distance number. Sure. And, and so if you see one club that's, three yards shorter, repeatedly three, four yards shorter, every shot, like four yards shorter than the other one. You're like, eh, eh. I don't want that. But right. you know, you, you kind of, and you, you need a little bit of that tunnel vision and almost go like, okay, but, but how many of those shots, if I go like this, how many of the <laughs> dots can I still see? Right. How many uh-huh. are still on the screen? Whereas, yeah. you know, sometimes like, Oh yeah. All right. I got them all now. So it's harder to quantify, but that's really, and again, I'm, I'm terrible about it too. Cause I'm, I think I'm telling yeah. you, speaking about like that, coming back to that driver I love right now. Like I can tell you that I didn't hit the triple diamond quite as straight as I did, did that, the, the max paradigm max, mm-hmm. the max. No, yes. No, the max is paradigm, max just, the, just standard. the standard. It's just the standard people. <laughs> yeah. So the standard, I didn't hit it quite as straight, but I hit it longer and I'm like, uh, hit it longer, so mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, uh, lessons, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it goes back to uh, you know, I can't remember who I was talking to, but it was you know the whole drive for show, putt for no, blah 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 blah. The way they put it, I liked a lot better, which was like, if you can't chip and putt, you can't score, but if you can't get off the tee, you can't play. And so it, you know, it really was that. I want to finish with with this. I'll tell you, like that's a great example, right? So if you're using a shot tracking app, like like ShotScope, for example, right? Like there, those those are how I know when I'm having, like I'm 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 a little off. Like if I'm off with my chipping and putting, I'm uh-huh. still entering scores. Like I get mad at myself. I'm like, oh, I duffed that one. I should have made that putt. I'm entering scores. If I'm spraying it out of bounds, I'm like, the app is not built for this. It cannot compute what I'm doing here. And so, no. like. Even on my worst day, I want to be able to compute. I want the score to compute. I don't want to be like, uh, you know what? I'm just going to turn it off because you don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on, clearly. I'm in my pocket it's, before I yeah. got to the green. Yeah. You know, that that's not fun for anybody. Last thing, I know this is a long – we're going to have long episodes this month, people, so bear with us. But I think we've proven this. It is hard to keep up with all the names and what they need. <laughs> 
Max Plus HD Standard Tour Blobbity Blobbity Blah. Is there anything we can offer offer golfers to try and help them? Yeah, I like navigate God, this or everybody. No? Well, not I was about to say like everybody's reasonably consistent with LS unless it's a triple diamond or a max G or G. Yeah, I you know no, it's like and sometimes right. So sometimes a max is a max meaning maximum MOI, and, and sometimes it's you know with Callaway it's max uh, with a D after it because it's max draw. Uh, Ping just does SFT because that's straight flight technology. So yeah, I mean, you you really have to have a decoder ring for for almost every brand. And I think that's what we're gonna get. Is we're gonna get a uh, make, maybe make a T-shirt or a post with right. the uh, and it's it's always like what what gets me is like almost every brand like it's like all right we're gonna agree with the industry on two out of three uh-huh. and then on the third one so like <laughs> we're gonna screw you. It's I mean, the cipher. Cobra, Cobra likes LS, cool, mm-hmm. and it likes Max, cool. I know what that is. Yeah. Yep. And then X. But then, right. Paradigm last year came in an X, and the Paradigm oh. X was in no way from a performance spec related to Cobra's X. And yeah, like what? Mm-hmm. The and then it's like some companies are like, "Hey, should we put? We're going to put draw on the name so you know what it is." And other companies are like. We're not going to put draw on the name because we're afraid that people don't want draw drivers. Right. So it's chaos, man. Like get, it's get, chaos. Get your, get your, get your Dakota rings out, drink more Ovaltine and yeah, see if you can figure out what's going on. I can't mm-hmm. even keep them straight. And I do this for, I mean, in I my know. defense, I have seen like 700 new products in the last. I know. I think it's days, a t-shirt. But... I think just a t-shirt with all the, you know, terms and what they can mean. Um, that could happen. Maybe it's a bumper sticker. Certainly it's something because it is it is tough to keep straight up there, people. But like we said, you're going to have questions. Ask us your questions. We will get you the answers. When it comes to performance stuff, we'll offer you our opinions. Testing is, uh, we're, what, probably at least a third of the way through driver testing now. Yeah, we're close to it. That, yeah, maybe more than that. Philip's been, maybe, uh, Philip has been, been busting the ass at the HQ, yeah. They've been cranking, so hoping to have that out probably early February at some point. PGA show two weeks away, so we'll have one more episode before we go to the PGA show. That'll be a week from today, so stay tuned. And then we're going to be live on site down there. And then it's a whole year of 2024. Let's get it. So ask us questions. Golf Spy T, Golf Spy C. We're out on the interwebs next week. Until then, we out. We out.